it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome to Information Operation. We're still on the road, so we'll be back in the studio next week. But we have a, an extremely interesting and important guest with us today, Christina Karamo, who's running for Secretary of State in the great state of Michigan, uh, where there needs to be a new Secretary of State. Uh, welcome, Christina. Thank you for having me. So I've gone through your website. I mean, obviously, there's really big problems in Michigan as far as, you know, election integrity, you know, audits, criminal behavior, et cetera. Before we get into what happened to you recently, talk to me about what your main issues are, if you could. Yeah, for especially for a na national audience, you uh -huh. know, Secretary of State is the chief election officer in the state of Michigan. Every state is very different, but in our state, the Secretary of State designs designs uniform voting system, uh, uh -huh. implements all rules and procedures governing elections, and they have supervisory control over the city and township and county clerks. So it's really, really important that the Secretary of State be a person of integrity. The reality right. is that the Michigan Department of State, which the Secretary of State oversees, isn't mm -hmm. com complex, it's just corrupt. Mm. And Jocelyn Benson was placed at that position very strategically Jocelyn Benson is not from the state of Michigan. That's number one. And really? that doesn't mean a person can't be a, uh, a good servant if they're not from the state, but she's from Pennsylvania. She hmm. was educated at Wesleyan College, the same college Hillary Clinton went to, and she was strategically placed in the state of Michigan by George Soros. She ran before in 2010 and lost. He has hmm. something called the Secretary of State Project, which also Katie Hobbs from Arizona is a part of, mm -hmm. where he wanted to place his leftists, his corrupt individuals, right in those seats of Secretary of the State in battleground states because the seat of the presidency comes through Michigan. That's right. why people from other states need to care about who's in the Secretary of State's office in Michigan. Now let's, I wanna make this very, very clear to people and I repeat this emphatically. I am a constitutionalist, mm -hmm. but it is not my job to ensure that people who think like me get elected to office. That's the fundamental issue we have with Jocelyn Benson. She's working to make sure that her buddies get in office. That's a corrupt person, that's a criminal. Secretary of State is to ensure that your legal vote is counted and not nullified by illegal ballots. Hmm. Period. In terms so, of election. Mm -hmm. So let's assume you get into the position. I mean, uh, there's been a lot of damage been done to the, you know, the, the 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 way people view the Secretary of State's office in Michigan. How do you clean it up and get the trust of the people back? That's that's my question. Yeah, so it depends on the voter you talk to, because the Secretary yeah. of State in Michigan also oversees what most people call their DMV. Uh -huh. So that's other issues that we see. But, you know, because this audience is national, I'm sure as much they don't care regarding, you know, why someone in Michigan is taking forever to get their license or why a business can't register company vehicles. Those, those mm -hmm. do cause problems. And I think it's worth noting that in Michigan, our Secretary of State's office has been turned to a revenue generating entity. They collect mm -hmm. about $2.9 billion, and only 7% of that actually goes to running the Michigan Department of State. And mm -hmm. so they funnel most of that money to the black hole of government operations, which is a problem because now citizens are being turned into revenue-generating entities. 
So that's the right. massive problem when you're dealing with government corruption. Um, additionally, what's interesting about that is Jocelyn Benson claims that she's for a free ID, but the dollars haven't been appropriated for her to do so. Well, hmm. you're only spending 7% of what you generate in revenue. Hmm. You have plenty of money, lady. Now, yeah. I know that requires legislature approval and appropriation, but the Secretary of State completely has authority to go and talk and work with our legislature. She just doesn't want to do it because she doesn't want stricter voter ID laws. But the first thing I would do if elected would be to clean up our voter rolls. That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> so that I saw that the, the the revenue generation was like a, a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of motorheads in, in Michigan. I mean, they're going after these shops and dealers and, and doing mm -hmm. inspections and, and generating fees. Is that what it is? Yeah, and so when the Secretary of State and does inspections at auto dealers and auto repair shops, they issue citations. And I've heard, because we have a team of former SOS agents who've been advising me, they mm -hmm. make sure day one we're ready to enter the Michigan Department of State and clean house. But that these mm -hmm. uh, regulation agents are being told to go into shops and find violations. I talked with a shop owner who has a smaller operation who had to hire someone specifically just to deal with the Secretary of State's office. But the most mm -hmm. egregious aspect is there is no formula for what to charge a shop or an auto dealer. It mm -hmm. is to totally up to the discretion of the Secretary wow. of State. Wow. Totally up to their discretion. Additionally, there is no arbitration process. So it's not as though this person actually has their day in court. No, they go in front of what we call an administrative court, which is really mm -hmm. a constitutional process. Mm -hmm. the, the administrative court is judge, jury, and prosecutor. They totally set the ground and wear it all in their, in their favor. So it, it's a massive problem. They're collecting tons of money. And then they also never distinguish between a pattern of practice and a mistake. So now you have someone who's been following the law, they make an honest mistake, and they could be charged thousands of dollars at the discretion of the Secretary of State. That's really the administrative state, corrupt administrative state at work, uh, if you will. So tell us how you got Trump's endorsement. Uh, you know, people should know that uh, the president's behind you. Tell us how that happened. Because I don't back down. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't back down, and I'm a person of integrity. So my background is in education. Uh -huh. I have a master's in Christian apologetics. And huh. I actually was hindering into the ministry. I was a poll huh. challenger at the TCF Center in Detroit, and we have uh, put together a great team to take back the Michigan Department of State for all citizens, irrespective mm -hmm. of political affiliation. And that's important. The people who don't agree with me, who just hate my faith, I'm fighting for you, too. Mm -hmm. And so President Trump, you know, he, of course, looked into me very deeply and see that I'm a person of integrity and I'm a person of honesty and I won't fight. I mean, I won't back down from a fight. You know, one of the problems is, is that in the conservative movement, we see too many people who want to go along to get along and they feel as though if we capitulate to the left or soften our message, somehow we'll win people over. And that's why we have, you know, people wanting to teach five-year-olds how to explore their sexuality. It's because right. we didn't fight back. And so you fight back within the law. You fight back honoring the Constitution, but we have to fight back. And that's so important. And that's one of the things that we need in the conservative movement. Not the person who can, you know, do the most fake smiles and, you know, the guys that roll up their sleeves and unbutton their top button at their collar. We don't need any more of that. What we need are people who have integrity and have their resolve to fight. So, um Tell us about what happened to you recently. There was some uh, slurs thrown your way. And then, uh... Yeah, it's funny. So CNN, um, so, so some backstory on this whole thing uh -huh. is that um, CNN had published Boston, even before that, CNN had been harassing me all summer for an interview. And I refused to talk to them because they're a dishonest publication. Right. But they've become the communications team for the Democratic Party, which has been taken over by neo-Marxists. They've mm -hmm. become the communi communications team for them, and they pretend to be journalists. 
So that is a massive problem. Yeah. And I refuse to talk to them unless it was to my one stipulation I told CNN through uh, email. I said, I will talk to you if it's 100% live. Oh, no, right. we can't do that. Well, then I'm not <laughs> talking to you. Okay. You I don't need yeah. to talk to only people who agree with me. I just want to talk to people who are going to be honest because I interact with people who don't agree with me. But if they're going to fairly represent what I state, then I'll talk to them. That's all mm -hmm. I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. So I refuse to talk to them. So CNN. Um, decided to publish a lie for whatever reason. They claim my someone from them, my employer said this, I don't know. But CNN published a lie claiming that I hadn't worked at my job in three years. Hmm. We initially had ignored that, but we caught wind that someone was thinking to use that against me, so we published out the evidence that it was false. Now, hmm. So that was one lie we debunked. And after that, CNN began to harass me incessantly, calling and calling and emailing and calling various members of our campaign, and we just ignore them. So then CNN sent a series of questions prior to the public, the uh, video and article they published. And in the questions, they, they said, you didn't vote in the 2020 election according to the state of Michigan. Did you vote? I'm thinking, like, absolutely, I voted. Mm -hmm. And so I reached out to somebody on my team to inquire. And while this is going on, the article comes out. Well, while the article comes out, I noticed that they didn't include that question in there. Their claim mm -hmm. that I didn't vote. found mm -hmm. that very interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll get back to that in a moment. So after they put out this publication, I started getting all these nasty messages, people calling me the N-word, mm -hmm. saying that I should be lynched. And the reason why I think for us as conservatives, I, I'm not worried about someone trying to lynch me. That's yeah. the least of my concerns. Nor am I losing sleep about uh, someone wishing I was lynched or somebody calling me the N-word. Right. The issue is the hypocrisy. The way the of left course. obsesses over race and everything is race. In fact, we're all racist. I am the black face <laughs> of white supremacy. And so they obsess over race to such an extent. But the moment a black person doesn't fall in line and behave as their good little Negro, then we're a nigga who needs to be lynched. Right. That, that's the hypocrisy. So we're part of the hypocrisy of it all. So after um, receiving all this, these nasty and hateful messages from CNN's flunkies, um, someone from our team inquired with my city clerk and my city clerk uh, said to this person that I received six absentee ballot applications and that I didn't vote in 2020, which is nonsense. Number one, of course I voted because I know where I was. But number two, right. we worked so hard during 2020. Why would I spend all that time at the TCF Center to ensure votes are counted legally and then not vote myself? Sure. So long story short, I FOIA'd my application to vote and I have a physical copy of my application to vote, proving on paper that I did vote. So according to the state of Michigan, I didn't vote. However, the paper record proved that I did vote. So hmm. thanks to CNN, some election corruption just happened to fall into my lap. So thank wow. you, CNN. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. So um, anything else our audience should know about you? I mean, that's pretty powerful. I mean, I love your way of looking at things. Tell any, Anything else uh, our audience should, should know about you in the race? Well, you know, I love God. You know, I uh -huh. live for the glory of God. I am a Christian and I follow uh -huh. Christ. That's what I am above all else. But secondarily, I'm an American and I hope to encourage other people to fight back. Mm -hmm. Our republic is on the brink of extinction. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't noticed, just look around us, how fallen and broken our country is becoming because of propaganda. Yeah. That is a big thing. Propaganda and independent journalism is going to be a key in the fight for our liberty, because so many people, as much as we want to disdain the folks with triple that are triple masks while being fully vaxxed simultaneously, mm -hmm. as annoying as that stuff may seem, but these people are scared. <laughs> yeah, they're genuinely yeah. scared. They Fear genuinely is a powerful believe, weapon. 
They yeah. genuinely believe Dr. Fauci just wants to help. Yeah. You know, wow. so I hope in this fight that I encourage other people to step up and fight back. But I hope people know that I am a woman of my word. I am mm -hmm. what I am. What you see is what I am, mm -hmm. you know, and I did not get in this fight to be a career politician. I have, like I said, I'm a college professor. I have a master's in apologetics that I just earned and actually was looking to work in Christian education and Christian media. So I have a career. So this mm -hmm. is not a career change. I just love my nation and I can't sit back and complain about what other people aren't or are doing if I'm not willing to do it myself. So I hope to encourage everyone to get involved in the fight, see where you can help. You know, running for office may not be for you, mm -hmm. but it may be supporting someone who's running for office. It may be showing up at every city council meeting, making sure your voice is heard, being the person who goes through every bill that's in committee through, at, your, at your state legislature and ensuring that people are being held accountable. That's what I want to encourage people to do. But also, please visit my website, ChristinaCaramo.com. I was going to ask you that. You beat me to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ChristinaCaramo.com. Check out my website. Uh, send information, uh, questions, anything. And also, please send a donation. I would sure. definitely appreciate that because, as I mentioned, Michigan is a battleground state. And so you have Alyssa Milano pouring money into Jocelyn Benson's race in Michigan. What does mm -hmm. an actress in California care about a Secretary of right. State's race in Michigan? Right. You get the, you get what's going on. So I need your support. We can't get angry with the George Soros of the world if we're not going to support patriots fighting for our liberty. So I need your support. I completely agree. So one more question. The, the black churches have in Detroit and in the surrounding area, we, we interviewed Kevin Jenkins the other day who was saying a lot of the churches are taking money for Pfizer and pushing really a narrative that's not good for the people. Wow. Do you do you know anything about that? Or do you have any I know that it's not just the black churches, the, the all the mainline denominations have been corrupted in many ways with this Marxist influence. I mean, you have anything to say about that or you know, being wow. in the church yourself? <laughs> where, where is my coffee? Oh my God, I have a lot to say about that. Um, a lot of these churches are not interested in your eternal soul. I mm. love the fact that I'm a trained theologian because I'm like, I can get, I get away with saying a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. CNN was upset because I, because they said she has extreme views and they quoted mm -hmm. me saying that people only have two mommies and two daddies. I'm like, well, they do. They don't have two mommies and two daddies. It's a mom and a dad. Like, why are yeah. we having a conversation? I say all that to say that many of the churches in America are no longer about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They are about social engineering. They are about their own personal agenda. And I and I was told by someone, one of the largest churches in Detroit, I won't say the name, because I don't want to get hit with a mm -hmm. lawsuit because mm -hmm. I wasn't there. But one mm -hmm. of the, and I believe it, one of the largest churches in Detroit was just pushing the vaccine like crazy. Because mm -hmm. they are about political clout. They're mm -hmm. about being in bed with these Marxists because it personally enriches them. You know, you had Jesse Jackson marching with people upset about the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, uh, verdict, uh, talking about organized now, workers need to unite. What does that have to do with uh, a murder trial? Like, yeah. It's irrelevant. So a lot of these churches are just so in bed with these politicians that they are making sure that their sheep stay in line mm -hmm. that's what they're doing they're making sure their sheep stay in line and follow whatever leftist narrative that's coming out the pipeline and wow. i believe it i believe it because you mm -hmm. know i talked to i went to an event last week where a gentleman shared that he had six friends who died from the vaccine um i was talking to a gentleman at the same event who got horribly ill after the first round of a vaccine mm -hmm. and then one gentleman there is fully vaxxed and still got COVID. 
yeah. talking to a guy last week. Him and his wife are both in the hospital after being fully vaccinated and they have COVID. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just as though many of these churches and don't care about the truth. They just want to protect themselves. And you can't be a minister of the gospel if you don't have a sacrificial love for your sheep. So if that mm. means my sheep but for your flock. So if, if you uh, are going to lose relationship with certain politicians and certain groups, then so be it. Yeah, You have a moral obligation to tell the truth. So I have not been privy to that particular issue that that gentleman you interviewed spoke about, but mm-hmm. I am not surprised based on other things mm-hmm. I've seen. I grew up in a liberation theology church. Mm-hmm. So I, I know <laughs> I know how their foot soldiers remarks if uh, they're not ambassadors for the gospel. True. Christina, thank you so much. We want to have you back on as the race progresses. So and follow your campaign. And oh. uh, what was the website one more time? ChristinaCaramo.com. I, I, I say it like this. We're still in the primary and the Michigan Democrats. And even uh-huh. Jocelyn Benson has tweeted about me twice. So I'm like, thanks, Jocelyn. You must be <laughs> over the target. Thanks a lot. Way over the target. Yeah. We'll talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye.